This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. And welcome into Purple Daily. This is the first of two Purple Dailies today because I am going to Vikings OTA access, uh, which starts late morning here on Tuesday. And so we're going to do another show with Phil Mackey in tow. He's out for this one. At about uh, 4 o'clock, Declan Goff, I believe that that will go live as well, correct? Mm -hmm. So if you want to tune in for that one, that's going to go live. And of course, then I'll be around for your consumption after that. But this is Purple Daily number one. And Dex, what I want to talk about is is, um, what I decided is an interesting list. It's only three things long, but it's a priority list that Quasi Dolpha Mensa needs to have for the Vikings success in 2023. Okay. So it's not like just pressing needs. It's pressing needs that need to be addressed for the success of this team. And disclaimer, I am leaving the Dalvin cook situation off completely for now because it has to end at some point, but I don't (laughs) think that Dalvin cook is that big of priority to like the success or, or like if he comes back, Okay, that's fine. I doubt he does, but okay. If You're he sad. does, if he doesn't come back, I'm not going to say that my idea of the Vikings win total would change. I just think that it's a I don't know why it's still going. It's become annoying. I don't think it's all that wise, but I also don't think it's going to now at this point move the needle one way or the other. So Dalvin Cook to me is off this list. I've just got three things that I think are prioritized because they are important to the potential success when it comes to players who are right now key. Dalvin used to be key. I don't think he's key now. All right. Let's Fair do enough. this. Yep. Fair well, enough. And plus one for me, right? So you got three and then plus one for me. Yep. Is that we're doing this? Yep. 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 Well, the plus one from you is going to be the information for the most important thing. So you are actually going to be number one. I've decided okay. it's close. <laughs> it's a close call. It might be a one, a and one B type of, situation but i want to start here yep and it hasn't got talked a lot about a ton he's going he's at the otas there's no problem here but i think for i think for the sake of things it needs to get done it's a contract and it's not justin jefferson's yet it's tj hawkinson um tj hawkinson was obtained what about i don't know midway through the 2022 season played that first game in Washington and from that day forth Dex made a huge impact on the passing game uh he basically with 
feeling in what I would consider to be rapid decline at the time. He sort of picked up some of that slack. He gave the Vikings a pass-catching tight end option that they have not had for a long time. He's one of the better pass-catching tight ends that I've seen on this team in a long time. And when you look at what his contract extension is going to be, and I think it does get done, uh, I think the agreement gets done at some point in time, uh, either before or during training camp. The top paid tight ends, Dex, make a ton. Um, It starts, the the list here starts actually with Darren Waller, who was traded from the Raiders to the Giants, average of $17 per year. George Kittle of the 49ers, 15. Travis Kelsey, 14.3. Dallas Goddard of the Eagles, 14.3. And Mark Andrews of the Ravens at 14 million average annual value per season. I don't know if the list I just gave you, I don't know if TJ Hawkinson's there yet, but I think he's trending there. And so I do think for the immediate uh, situation and for the future, TJ Hawkinson is number three on my list as far as the important things that need to be taken care of because we're talking about an ascending player where a guy like Cook is a descending player. Yeah, I mean, you got to pay this guy. Um, TJ Hawkinson, uh, you know, came in midseason. You're starting to see NFL teams, I think, kind of uh, embrace the trade deadline. It's the one thing the NFL has kind of lacked um, over the years. They, they don't really compete with the other three major sports, weirdly enough, with the trade deadline. I think we're starting to change that philosophy. So he gets brought in here for a second-round pick. Yeah, he helps take your offense uh, from a nice offense to the next level um, and becomes a really good intermediate uh, route runner and and just nice target for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you got to pay this guy. I, I don't think um, – I don't know if there's the Travis Kelsey level. I don't know if there's tier one tight end. He is solidly for sure – in the tier two vein of tight ends. You know, I think I've made this comparison before, but tight ends are a lot like catchers in baseball, right? There's like six to eight that are really, really good at what they do. And then the parity between the ninth best catcher and the 14th best catcher, same with tight ends. Variance is pretty similar there. Um, So when you have an an elite one and one that takes your game to the next level, you do have to figure out a way to pay him. Um, So I I believe that extension gets done. We'll see what the numbers kind of end up being. But he is a vital piece to this Vikings offense moving forward. And I, I believe this won't be – I understand why it's lower on your list, but it, it's it's still an important one to check oh, off. Yeah. And, I th- and I think they will get this deal done. So the intriguing thing to me is, is this, and it hasn't been righted yet, and I don't know if it will be, but the intriguing thing is I don't know that, that uh, TJ is necessarily going to be – going to have a problem when comparing himself because I'm with you. He's second tier, but he is like right on the, he's right at the door of the first tier. Like he's yep. not far off. Um, the issue with this position and it's been a, a continual thing is these guys, the, the upper echelon guys are receivers. They are not tight ends. They're not blocking. They're not, you, you know, they, some of them can block, but they're being paid for catching the football yet they're no, nowhere near the receiver class. And so I guess my question for the Hawkinson camp would be this. Are you comparing yourself to try to get in the upper echelon that I just gave you of the Wallers and Kelser, Kelseys and Kittles? Or are you saying, hold on a second here, we want to be the ones to sort of establish the market that puts us as at least acknowledged as the fact that we are receivers. Again, I said this, when... Thielen was hurt 
and Hawkinson was obtained, he picked up the slack there. It wasn't like TJ came in. It's like, did you see those pancake blocks he was throwing on the run game? He was catching footballs. And that's and, and he sort of became the safety blanket, right, that Thielen had been for Kirk. So I guess that's my question is, is the negotiation going to get contentious based on the age-old problem of we want you to pay our guy at least somewhere between what receivers get and what tight ends get? Because it's a it's now a hybrid spot. And the the league has done a marvelous job of suppressing it and mm-hmm. being like, no, you're a tight end. Dude, you're, you're a tight end. And the upper echelon ones now are like, no, we need to get paid fairly. And that's, I guess that's where my question is going to be. What's the negotiation between the Vikings and the Hawkinson camp going to be like based on that? And look, Justin Jefferson is going to get a big payday. You're hopefully, likely, I shouldn't say hopefully, likely saying goodbye to Dalvin Cook. That frees up money. And you're paying Alexander Madison chump change. You just drafted Jordan Addison, uh, who's going to be on a rookie scale deal. You have KJ Osborne here for probably one more year. I would be very surprised if he's brought back. He'll probably get the back somewhere else. So you're after paying Christian Derrissaw, which is the next domino this time next year. You know you're you're allocating this money to the right positions, in my opinion. You're you're going to pay your star wide receiver. You got to have the next complimentary piece in TJ Hawkinson, and then everything else. You know you kind of have to piecemeal together a little bit with rookie scale contracts, et cetera. So. I, yeah, I, I don't think it gets contentious either, Judd, um, but I, I believe them paying TJ Hawkinson is going to be the right move, and he's a great fit in this offense, and they should deserve, he deserves a big payday, and the Vikes will probably give it to him. Priority number two is brought to you by uh, my friends from Livia Weight Control Centers, who helped me uh, now a couple years back drop 40 pounds, and the most important thing is they are going to help you drop that weight. Look at the guy on the left. Look at the guy on the right. Yeah, that's right. That's both sports dad. They help me drop the weight. They're going to help you drop the weight. The most important thing is Livia is going to help you keep that weight off. Lose up to 15 pounds or potentially more by the 4th of July. Imagine that. Imagine that. About a month from now, you're down like 15 pounds. You're feeling great and you're confident that you're not only down that weight, but you are going to keep that weight off. And right now, the offer is this. Ladies and gentlemen, eight weeks for free. Eight weeks for free when you start a program that I'm going to tell you right now, I guarantee you, is going to work. Um, If you're in town here, that's great. They've got centers where you can go uh, uh, talk to their dietitians and nutritionists. But if you're not in town, guess what? You can do it virtually. They will send you the food. So we've gotten notes from all over the uh, PD family from around the country of people who have joined and had success, and you can be the latest, 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, livia.com. Uh, and uh, Dex, let's also talk about, before we get to point two, your friends at Aquaside. That's right. I was up at the uh, cabin over Memorial Weekend, Judd. Look at that beautiful, nice, clear lake Gorgeous. water off the dock wow. there. You don't got to worry about that nasty lake weed and algae up there at Shell Lake. Uh, and if you're like, you want that to look like yours as well, you should go to Aquaside.com. You can get the Aquaside pellets. They'll help you even diagnose what's in that lake or pond, whatever you have going there. Go to Aquaside.com. Those pellets are also a safe product registered with the DNR. Go to Aquaside.com to learn more. All right. Uh, priority number two for the Vikings to go into the uh, 2023 season feeling pretty good about themselves. As I said, it's really a 1B. Um, but if if we were to do DEFCONs, DEFCONs, it's DEFCON one is the good one and five is the bad one, or is it five is the bad one and one is the good one? Correct. How- uh, one, one is like nuclear war, five okay, is okay. readiness. 
on TJ Hawkinson, it's DEFCON, I would say like five or four. Yeah. You're you're fine. You, it's he's he's going to play. That's no problem. Um on Justin Jefferson, I would say it's DEFCON four. Because I okay. think it gets done, but I'm a little bit concerned. He's not not here. Um he is in the same boat as Hawkinson in the fact that his contract has time left. But this is a special player, one of the best players in the entire league, who we think might want to be paid like on his next contract, the highest non-paid quarterback in the league. Um, He is going to break the bank. He's going to, no question about it, set a uh, receiver contract record. And so Justin Jefferson needs to get done, Declan. I think it will get, get done. He's not at the OTAs currently. Those are voluntary. If nothing's done by the mini camp and he shows up and doesn't practice, that's going to be at least another red flag. Uh, But on this one, I do, you know, to go back to what we've talked about, I do think we're talking about a situation where this is going to be a tough contract just because it's going to be so big. It's going to be huge. It's not that he doesn't deserve it. It's that these contracts are never simple, but the one of the most important things is that, Justin Jefferson is happy going into 2023. And so I am putting this as a solid one B on the list of priorities that need to be done for the Vikings to really feel good about themselves going into the season. Well, DEFCON 4, Judd, is literally described as the U.S. military complex ramps up intelligence gathering and shores up security. It works perfect, then. It's, it is. It, it works even, perfect. Uh, another term is double take. You know, wait, wait, that's another one, right? It really dovetails perfectly into JJ's situation. Yeah, we are not at nuclear war. We're not scrambling any jets yet. We're not preparing the country for impending death. Okay, Uh, this is still, we're gathering all the info. Mandatory mini camps coming up here in a week or so. And if he doesn't report to that, we can maybe up the DEFCON level to a degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wants the bag. He deserves it. It's not like he's just sitting on his butt, not doing anything either. He's obviously working out. He's probably catching some footballs. He's hanging out with other athletes, getting ready for the football season. It's not like he's just not doing anything and not showing up to OTA, sitting on his biscuit. He's not doing any of that. Um, But, yes, I I believe that eventually this could be heightened. I think it's going to get resolved. It's not as lax as TJ Hawkinson's um, uh, contract extension, but eventually they're going to have to pay this guy big time. And I'm curious how those camps are negotiating those tactics. Yeah, and I think it's worth, um, to go back to what you were just talking about with DEFCON 4, definitely worth monitoring and definitely don't assume that it's going to be simple. Like, I think we're all like, well, of course he's going to get paid, and I think he will. But when you're talking about potentially, and and he probably deserves it, but when you're talking about being the highest paid non-quarterback in the entire league, um, that's a quarterback pay for some. and. There's a lot of things that once Jefferson signs that contract, when those cap hits start to kick in, that are going to become not impossible to do, but harder. So I think it's fair to say that that is probably a 1B because saying it's a 2 is probably not doing it justice to just how important Justin Jefferson is to this team. The top one, number one on our list, brought to you by, roll the video of the just a beautiful beautiful lake view and also the Bennington pontoon brought to you by our friends at power lodge and Miller Marine, which is a marriage of throttle therapy between fun on the land and fun on the water. Look at that. You get in there, you put on purple daily there. Ladies and gentlemen is 
throttle therapy. And now you're out on the Bennington on a gorgeous day, a hot day, but it's cool because you are on on the lake there. Pick your uh, power and head to Power Lodge locations, Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine St. Cloud. Uh, temps are up, as we know this week, but prices are down, and that's the best part. A Bennington pontoon right now starts at 28.8, and for a bonus, the first eight people get a trailer for only $1,888, or you can finance it all for $288 a month. Whatever you need, we've got it with over 300 pontoons in stock. PowerLodge.com, MillerMarine.com, PowerLodge.com, MillerMarine.com. That is where your throttle therapy sessions start, so get on that today. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, number one is, I think, a storyline, Declan, that we've talked about not, I w- extensively might be pushing it, but we've talked about plenty on this show. But I feel like it's being ignored. I feel like the Dalvin thing has sort of like swallowed up Viking n- Nation. And I feel like the end of that is not really like it's interesting. It's annoying, but it's not going to make or break this team. This one could. Daniil Hunter who is uh, going into the last year of his contract that basically for him will pay him nothing. He's not going to play on, on, on this. He's not going to play it down on this contract. Um, I, I know that my personal friend, Tyler Fornis, who also appears with you uh, and Thor for VikingsWire.com uh, wrote about what a Daniil Hunter extension could look like. Will Braggitz, who does a really good job covering the Vikings for SI did the same. So tell me, Declan Goff, what could a Daniil Hunter extension look like if and when it gets done? Because if it doesn't get done, I don't think he plays. So Will had a uh, PFF Brad, Brad Spielberger on his, uh, on his website to kind of break down what a Daniil Hunter extension could look like. You can go to SI.com, go follow Will on Twitter too, to get more of the, the lowdown here. But here's what they settled on. Here's what Brad from PFF kind of told Will. A three-year contract, $67.5 million, 22.5 AAV average annual value with 37.1 guaranteed. So again, 67 million over three years, 37 guaranteed, 22 and a half AAV. Uh, that AAV would put him uh, right behind Khalil Mack, but ahead of Bradley Chubb as the sixth highest paid edge rusher, uh, which feels fair, uh, according to Brad, for a player who finished tied for eighth in pressures last year after being second in 2019. Um, so with that structure too, a really 37 guaranteed, basically, it's more like a two-year deal, which then mm. still sets up to Neil for another potentially bigger payday with the Vikings or with another team in 2025. But I, I think that's the, the toughest part here. And Eric, uh, Eric Eager, who was on with us yesterday, talked about this too. He missed two prime years here. I mean, he missed an entire season because of his neck. He was playing really well in 2021 before he tore his pec. Um, and he was on basically a Hall of Fame level path. And man, Judd, we know this. You get to a certain age in football and all of a sudden things start to decline and you miss, you know, 75% of the games that you were being basically played in your prime because of injuries, which is unfortunate. I'm not blaming Daniil for that, but that is the fact. So it, it's it's right. potentially a bigger risk 
to pay him and give him a huge deal that's probably six or seven years with let's talk about 60 or 70 guaranteed. Oh, you're not doing Un- that. Agreed. Unfortunately, because of those injuries, that has now scaled things back. So if Daniel wants to play ball there, which by the way, I still think that's a fair deal for him. Um, and he still lines himself up to get another big payday. We're seeing Khalil Max, like, right. We're seeing other players who are, um, or even uh, Vaughn Miller, right? Like we're seeing older players still getting bigger paydays. The Vikings gave guaranteed money to Darius Smith last year, for God's sakes. And he just got another contract with the Cleveland Browns. So it's possible for pass rushers in their thirties to still get some significant money. But if I was the Vikings, I would love this deal. I think it makes too much sense for the Vikings. I don't know if Daniil's camp loves the side of only a three-year contract, which is really more like a two-year contract. Uh, but I would sign up for this contract if I were the Vikings. I would slide that piece of paper over to Daniil Hunter. I think the term is very fair. And yeah, he, he missed a, basically, what, a season and, and a half. Um, now, he came back from the neck okay, which was great. And it, if you recall, before he got hurt against the Cowboys in 2021, he was playing fantastic. Um, I also think he outperformed his role last year. Uh, he was asked to play in a defense that, in my opinion, did not suit him at all and put up, you know, th- through advanced stats and traditional stats, 10 and a half sacks, a really good year. I think the term's fair. I think the term's incredibly fair. Uh, if I was his camp, I probably want to get more than Clil Mack at this point. I think he's a better player right now. So I probably, I, I probably need more AAV for the short term. But if I'm the Vikings, I ain't doing six years. I ain't doing five years, which might masquerade as four, but I don't care. Uh, I think three, three, a three-year contract that's really a two-year contract with a slightly higher average annual value than what you just said is where you land. Because I think if I'm the hunter camp and I accept that, I need to get a little bit more. And, you know, keep in mind, Dex, the one thing that I will say, and this was had nothing to do with Quazy or uh, Kevin O'Connell, that last contract that he signed, so Daniil's last contract, which I think was like in 2017 or 18, it was like a five-year contract, was highway robbery for the Vikings. Like, that was a team-friendly contract. And the Vikings, if, if you recall, when Daniil didn't show up for OTAs a couple years back, all the Vikings did was they moved more cash, which is why there's less there now. They moved more cash up. They didn't tear up his contract. So, like, I do need to, if I'm Hunter, I need to make a killing. But what you said is very fair, which is you can't essentially miss a season and a half and then be, be like, I need a long-term contract. So I think the way that Brad positioned it is incredibly fair. I like that. I think that that's a, a place where both sides could meet. And then if he's productive... In two years, he leaves or he fits in here. I don't know. But I actually I actually think that that one, while it might get a little bit sticky, a little bit contentious, I think what you just went through is incredibly fair. And if you're, if you're Hunter, you have to understand that you're, what, towards 30 now. You've been hurt. You've played well. You deserve a payday. But that payday can't go in perpetuity because there probably is a fair question about are you either A, going to get hurt again, or B, at some point in time, fall off the cliff. So I think that scenario is absolutely perfect. I know Eric laid out yesterday, you know, it's a bunch, it's a bunch of decisions for the Vikings with bad choices, right? Like it, bad, bad opinions, bad options that they have to figure out here with Kirk Cousins, with potentially overpaying for Daniel Hunter, with dealing with the running back who's making too much money. Um, but I... 
I don't. I think you need to have as many elite pass rushers as possible oh, God, here, yeah. especially with that defense not being uh, suited to be you know great in 2023. I know Brian Flores is cooking up a scheme, and I'm excited to watch it. But let's be honest, it's not going to be anything close to what Mike Zimmer had at his peak. Uh, so you need as many pass rushers as possible. And Marcus Davenport, Daniel Hunter, need to keep these guys happy and hopefully healthy for that defense to be remotely successful. You know, part of that fact, though, on what we, we talked about with. Eric, that intrigues me is this. Some of these problems are self-created and I don't get oh, it. Yeah. The, Del- the Dalvin Cook problem is theirs. Like they're they're continuing to create that. What do they want exactly? If they really thought he was worth a high draft pick or, or if they turn one down, they were absolutely crazy. The Kirk Cousins thing to me is simple now. He stays on short-term contracts. If Kirk comes in and says, I need another three years, four years, that's an actual contract for three, two four years in a league where you phony up contracts constantly. Um, okay. Then you say, no, you're not going to get that here. But like, I do think some of their, their tough decisions are self-inflicted, which is why I like the Kirk thing right now. I have no problem with Kirk coming back on another extension of a year. Um, what I have a problem with is when they previously would just say, okay, we'll give you another contract and that's multi-year. And that's so um, I think in the three scenarios that I, that we just, ran through decks i think the hunter one is very doable like i think what you just read from pff brad makes perfect sense and i don't think that that's like some huge reach of well we can't afford that um the jefferson one has to get done it's naturally going to be a little bit contentious because it's a huge contract and like that's to be expected but that would be the case with any team because it's just difficult sometimes and then the hawkinson one i think is doable too so some of the stuff that's their problem, I think, is not a huge problem. And some of the stuff is self-inflicted. But you know what? Keep in mind, too, on Jefferson, Quasi, Quasi set himself up, man. When you go to a press conference and you call Justin Jefferson's contract a, ta- a Taylor Swift champagne problem, mm-hmm. you know what? That's going to be thrown back in his face every single time, which is, well, if it's a champagne problem, take care of it then. Right. Hey, I, I love and I love the Swifties. Don't get me wrong. I love Quasi. Yeah, be careful on the Swifties. Okay, those put, Swifties put on great you. shows. I hear she's putting on great. Show. I see nothing mm-hmm. but positive tweets. But when he says when he says that, if you're the Jefferson representation team, you're like, okay, yeah, cool, champagne problem. He's that good. Awesome. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful there. You're better be you're you better be certain than that that contract gets done without a problem. And we shall find out. Okay, don't forget, I'm going out. Uh, to the Vikings OTA, which starts shortly here. We'll be back at 4 o'clock for a live show. Declan, take care of the rest of the housekeeping for Purple Daily, please. Hit the uh, subscribe button for Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment. Go check out our scoop session and also a little PGA Live Tour talk with uh, with Patrick Royce on Minnesota Sports Mackie and Judd. Tomorrow on this channel and on Minnesota Sports Mackie and Judd, we'll have write that down, so some accountability sessions too. Yeah, come check us out. We'll be live at 4 p.m. Central time right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and then eventually on the podcast feeds for Judd's camp notes from OTAs. We'll be back later this afternoon.